it's time to get informed and inspired. This is Saturday Morning Live, sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC, and Linden Sheet Metal on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good morning. Welcome to Saturday Morning Live. It is the first Saturday in November already. We're five days in. Can you believe it? And our weather is true to form. It seems like the first two weeks in November, it either snows or floods. We could get a little of both this this year. Um, it's crazy out there. I hope everybody enjoyed the windstorm. Maybe your lights are back on or maybe you're listening to us on a radio with a battery or, yeah, anyway. Hope everybody's warm. Hope everybody's staying safe. Uh, speaking of warm, uh, notice that on Monday and Tuesday with the temperatures starting to drop uh, a bit below freezing, uh, the county's going to be opening severe weather shelters for uh, those in our community who need those um, to stay warm so they don't freeze to death. So that's a good thing. Um, you know, it's always good to help our neighbors out. Um, so if you've got neighbors and, you know, two and there's a power outage and it's cold and you've got wood, think about them. Anyway, coming up on Tuesday. What's on Tuesday? Who can tell me? Class, what's on Tuesday? It is our midterm election. How many of you have already voted? How many of you are going to vote? How many of you just aren't gonna? You know, it's a sad thing to me in the United States of America, in Washington State, in Whatcom County, that as simple as it is to vote here since they send that ballot to your home, and you can either mail it back in, which I don't recommend, or you can put it in a Dropbox, which I more recommend. Um, people choose not to um, or just don't. You know, that's a, sad, that's a sad thing. And I think it shows in a lot of our policies. I think it shows in a lot of the things that we're dealing with. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a solemn thing. You know, it's 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 part of the response. One of the responsibilities that allows us to have the rights that we have. Rights always come with responsibilities. Sometimes um, we're derelict in those responsibilities, and then we get what we get. Um, you know, if if you're tired of the public safety crisis that we find ourselves in the middle of. If you're tired of those sorts of things, then it's important to vote. You know, um, we're going to have a guest join us by phone here in, in just a bit. Some of you maybe, if you're on Facebook, you may have run across some videos um, by a gentleman in our community who's decided that enough is enough. Now, the probably isn't for everyone. Um, if you're in front of a computer or a phone, you might you might go on Facebook and, and uh, look for uh, Mr. Jimmy Kitchens um, and uh, see what see what uh, what he's been up to. Um, you know, I'm sure that 
pretty much everyone here, when they've been to a store, has seen shoplifters or seen retail theft or seen those kinds of things. And, you know, it's it, it's frustrating. It, it just, you know, I don't know how you were raised. Um, I, I was raised, if there's something sitting there that doesn't belong to you, whether it's in a store or outside or whatever, you don't mess with it. If somebody's car windows are unrolled or their car's unlocked and there's stuff obviously sitting on the seat, you don't mess with it. Now they're going to take the stuff and the whole dang car. It's insane in Bellingham. And it's and it's wrong. It's just not how we were raised. And so, you know, it's really, really frustrating. If you're really frustrated, you need to vote. You know, if you don't like the idea that when people are picked up in Whatcom County right now, if you aren't considered a violent, dangerous criminal, then that's a problem. Um, because you might get a ticket and then you might get released. Um, I had the I had the pleasure of dealing with a with a retail thief not too long ago who was also an addict who was using several fentanyl pills a day. And in my encounter with him, we did intercept his cartload of goods and return them to the loss prevention people from his store. But in the course of our interaction, um, we had a bit of a conversation, and this gentleman has children. Um, This gentleman um, was in a career where he made um, good money. He um, used part of his personal life as an excuse. And fell off the wagon after four years clean. You know? We've got problems with drugs. We've got problems with theft. And when I was speaking with him, what he was saying was that doesn't matter because they're not going to do anything to me anyway. Worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to get a ticket. Well, and they're going to let me go. And he's right. So that's that's what we're up against. Is that okay? Are you okay with that being the normal paradigm? Let me give you a little bit of quick background about how we got to where we are in Whatcom County, where we don't have room in our jail to provide timely consequences for criminals. If you haven't seen it yet, too, there's a video out that was done by the Whatcom Justice Project, which is a stakeholders advisory committee that's working on things around criminal justice and jail and things. And and there's a jail tour that's out that they produced that you should watch. It's 25 minutes. They go in the jail. um, They do a tour. The conditions in our downtown jail are unbelievable. Not only has it been over, and and it's a result of being over capacity for 25 years, over 25 years. There are reports that go way back that say it needed to be replaced. It's insane. How does the lack of leadership in our community 
How does the lack of leadership in our community let this happen? How? I mean, you know, it's it's to me, it's not deferred maintenance. It's not design obsolescence, although we have those things in our jail. It's deferred leadership. But leadership comes back to us. It comes back to us as voters. Do you see what I'm saying? We have to hold our elected officials responsible. We have to hold them to account. It's what we have to do. It's so important. Vote, vote, vote. A big factor of how we've gotten to where we are right now, uh, one of the things that the, that the group is doing we're going to take a shoot, man. I just got something waved at me. We've got a hard break. You're listening to Saturday Morning Live. I'm Lyle Sorensen. We'll be right back. My name is Monica Mahal, and I'm a pediatrician here in Whatcom County. I'm one of over 100 local nurses and doctors voting yes for Whatcom Kids. A child's brain develops most dramatically during the first five years. The Children's Fund on our ballots expands child care options and supports kids and families of all backgrounds, including our most vulnerable. So join me and vote yes for Prop 5, the Children's Fund. Paid for by Yes for Whatcom Kids, top five donors, Chuck and Health Foundation, Children's Funding Accelerator, Lydia Place, Patty Emhoff, and Imco Construction. This is Dick Donahue with Asset Advisors, and for over 12 years, we have been bringing you Wealth Wake Up every Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, we focus on investment management, retirement, tax planning topics, and some of the political influences on your planning for the future. And on Sunday, we focus on the latest economic updates for the United States and globally. During these challenging political and economic times, we try to provide you the latest information to assist you in your decision making. Call us at 360-733-1200. Go to our website at wealthwakeup.com and join us live at 11 a.m. on Saturdays or 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings here on KGMI. The opinions voiced on Wealth Wake Up with Dick Donahue are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Wealth Wake Up are not affiliated with CWM LLC. When bad weather comes, be prepared. At Linden Sheet Metal, they can keep you comfortable all winter. They have a full-service HVAC department that can install a new heat system or a generator to keep the lights on. Linden Sheet Metal is also your one-stop for all your plumbing and electrical needs. Whether you need service, repair, or replacement of your heating, plumbing, or electrical systems, Linden Sheet Metal has you covered. Call them today. Linden Sheet Metal, providing quality work in the Northwest for over 80 years. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Well, good cloudy beginning of November morning. Welcome back. Lyle Sorensen, Saturday morning live. Just kind of having some coffee talk. You know, it's a little serious this morning. You know, and I I hate to be Debbie Downer, but this is important. If you're listening to me right now and you haven't filled out your ballot yet, if you're listening to me and you haven't voted yet, go find it. It's that 
it's that envelope that's sitting in your mail pile with the big giant red stripe on it. You can't miss it. Um, it's one of the responsibilities that we have that's a responsibility but also a privilege. And it's, it's, it's how we decide how, what direction we're going to move as a community, what we're doing. You know, are you okay with the status quo? You know, to be honest with you, I, I, I wish that there were some elected seats um, on the ballot right now that aren't on the ballot. Um, because there's some things we need to there's some things we need to change. There's some things we need to work on. Um, there are some elected officials who represent their personal agendas and their personal desires over that of the good of the community and the wishes of their constituents. You know, that's not what it's for. We have representative government. That means if you're an elected representative, you represent your constituents. You don't represent yourself. Granted, we all have biases and we all have things that influence our decisions and our choices and our opinions. But that's not how it's supposed to be. You represent your constituents. You know, we were talking about the jail. We're talking about public safety. We're talking about some of the things that have got us to where we are. Back in 2013, um, just to give a little background, we already had the work center built and operational. By the way, the work center in, in Iron Gate over there was supposed to be a temporary fix to give us a little bit more jail capacity. It's minimum security, designed for minimum security. And it was supposed to be a temporary idea and a temporary location that was going to keep us, um, help with our jail capacity while we built a new jail. In, in 2013, Whatcom County as a whole, not just the county government, but everything, is really good at talking, building consensus, studying, and then doing nothing with it. Really? Do you, do you, do you realize that our jail has been over capacity and in poor condition despite lots of bandage retrofits and repairs and things? That, that every space in that jail that can be used to hold guests is being used to hold guests. That means that space for literacy programs and other things aren't for that anymore because there isn't space. It's not good for the guests there, and it's not good for the community. But yet, for over a quarter of a century... We have studied, we have built consensus, we have talked and done nothing. So here we are. The needs last professional needs assessment by a consulting group that specializes in corrections and jail and all of those things said in their report and in their conclusions based on population data and criminal justice data, all of those things, um, that 
We need capacity. Are you ready? Here's, here's how many jail beds Whatcom County is supposed to have. We had this information. Our leaders had this information in 2013. Think about it. Almost 10 years ago, our leaders had advice from the best professionals who they could retain to give them wise counsel that Whatcom County needed 649 jail beds to meet our needs through 2026. Anybody have a guess how many we have? Ready? About 400. So what that means is we have a, a capacity that's, that's over a third smaller than what we need to meet the public safety needs of our community. 676-KGMI, 676-5464. I'm sure you all have got something to say by now. Um, it, it, it makes me want to jump up and down. Um, if, you, if you think I'm talking a little slow this morning, it's because I'm trying not to yell. I'm trying not to get excited. But I got to tell you, this gets me fired up. When we have rampant crime in our community, I heard a story this week, and, and maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get him on as well. Uh, there was a young, young man who was journey-level union employee at one of the local retailers, and he was let go. Uh, he'd been there over five years, good employment record. Apparently, he grabbed the cart of someone who um, was leaving without with unpaid merchandise and he didn't offer they said he grabbed it too roughly and so he was he was let go um, so I don't know is that okay are you okay with that um should he be let go I, I feel like we're an upside down backwards world you know, it, probably if he would have pushed it out to their car for him or to their camp or whatever, he would have been okay. But here we are. We are in upside-down, backwards world. Does anybody else feel like we're in upside-down, backwards world? Uh, Maddie, I just got a note from um, Jimmy who said the line's busy. He's trying to call in. So I don't know. Anyway, we're having phone system problems this morning, so if you're trying to call in and you're frustrated, we apologize. Um, I don't know, maybe it had something to do with the storm last night, knocked our phone system out. Um, anyway, our producer, Maddie, she's working furiously to figure out what the problem is. Um, 676-KGMI, 676-5464. Um, anyway, it's crazy. Upside down backwards i feel like we fell i feel like alice in wonderland i certainly don't look like her those of you who know know i have a face for radio but but i feel like thinking alice in wonderland i mean it's like we got the mad hat you know we got all the characters are here and some of them are actually in charge we've actually put them in charge of things how 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 can a responsible county government who has professional reports that they commissioned that say we are 250 beds short of what we need to have a safe community. Ignore that for 13 years. How? Are you kidding me? Look, you know, sometimes leadership comes from the top down. Sometimes our leaders need to say, hey, 
consensus aside, look, because this is where we're going. We are seeing the fruits of over a quarter of a century of deferred leadership. You know, we can say that public safety has deteriorated, and, and, and you'll hear this. Sometimes you'll get in a conversation with a leader or, or an activist or someone who's involved, and what they will say is, well, it's everywhere. It's not just Whatcom County. Okay, that's, that's fine. So there are, other, there are other communities who've been derelict in their duty, who've um, been well-intentioned but misguided in their efforts to alleviate problems in their communities. So that makes it okay for us to suck. Might have to bleep me. But anyway, it's not okay. 676 KGMI, we're going to frantically try to get our phone lines back up. You're listening to Saturday Morning Live. We're going to head into another break. We'll be right back. My name is Marcus Vierta, and I manage a small business here in Whatcom County called Western Solar. Every day I see firsthand the impact good jobs have on the lives of people. Sharon Shoemake is an economist and a mom who brings practical, real-life experience to the state Senate. I became an economist to help people. Now I'm running for state Senate to fix our broken housing market, create jobs, lower taxes on working people, and build an economy that works for everyone. Paid for by People for Sharon, Democrat. Sold to Bitter 126. The November consignment equipment auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is now active online through the 12th of November. Visit meridianequipment.com today to check out the extensive selection of current auction items and place your bid. Bids will be accepted through Saturday, November 12th. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel or online at meridianeq.com. Hello, folks. Are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order, but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour, and let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Hi, I'm Dan Johnson, running for state representative. With increased crime, the cost of living, and students falling behind, our state is heading in the wrong direction. This November, you decide where we go from here. As your next state representative, I will fix these issues. Instead of defunding police and releasing dangerous criminals from prison, I will support law enforcement and give them back the tools they need to keep dangerous criminals off the street. Rather than add more taxes that increase the cost of living, I'll vote to cut property taxes, sales tax, and the gas tax. If you hear this and think, I could sure use a break right now, I'm right there with you because you won't get this from my opponent. My opponent works directly for Governor Jay Inslee. We can't afford another two years of more anti-police laws, higher gas taxes, and more fees that add to the cost of living. If you want something different out of Olympia, you need someone who will vote differently in Olympia. I'm Dan Johnson, and I would be honored to be your next state representative. Paid for by Vote Dan Johnson. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net. 
to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. The latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. It's been a very expensive midterm election. CBS's Natalie Brown. The most expensive Senate races all top 100 million, including Georgia, Pennsylvania, Florida, Arizona, and Ohio. And that's just what the candidates spent. Elon Musk did what he said he'd do, took over Twitter and started firing thousands. Our Carter Evans says they were fired by email. The official and very dehumanizing layoff email. In an effort to place Twitter on a healthy path, we will go through the difficult process of reducing our global workforce. Nine twisters ripped through Texas last night. KTVT's Jason Allen is in Hopkins County. This spot was where a home was sitting. The tornado picked that house up and it moved it a good 50 to 75 feet away. There were four tornadoes reported in Arkansas, one in Oklahoma where one person was killed, dozens injured. CBS News Brief, I'm Stacey Lynn. Good morning. Welcome back. I don't know, did you hear... Did you hear lots of uh, voting ads? I kind of did. That was the bulk of our break. You know, I think that is the four-letter word for the day is vote. Please. You have a ballot sitting on your counter someplace with a big red stripe on it. You need to open it up and you need to vote. It's not optional, really. It's your responsibility. It's, It's like... You know, you don't get to skip paying taxes. Maybe what we need to do is we need to incentivize voting. So if you vote, you get a break on your taxes. I don't know. What do we have to do? It's not that hard. You need a pen. You need to put on your reading glasses. And you need to vote. And, and I want to encourage you to be an informed voter. Look at the issues that are important to you. Listen to what the candidates say. Don't look at how they identify. Listen to what they say. That mean, may mean you don't vote the way that you always have. There are leaders for times such as this. Throughout history, We've encountered different kinds of challenges, different kinds of crises, different kinds of things. And part of what's always made America great is we have had leaders who are willing to rise to those challenges, who are willing to stick their neck out, who are willing to provide leadership. You know, leadership isn't rubber stamp. It's not. It's not being an executive secretary and signing what comes in front of you. Leadership is being a leader. And sometimes that means it's not popular. Or sometimes it is. Or sometimes it's doing the right thing even when no one's watching. Or doing the right thing when it's not popular and you may not get reelected. That is what leadership is. That is what accountability is. That is what we need. Sitting on the sidelines, 
and not casting your ballot, not casting your vote doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help your kids. It doesn't help your grandkids. It doesn't help your grandma and grandpa. It doesn't help anybody. This public safety crisis that we find ourselves in right now, currently, you know, and if you want to if you want to say, no, it's not a public safety crisis, I think we've had nine murders in Whatcomie County this year. Stop and think about that. Um, that's a pretty large increase. That's not the is that the community that we want? Is that the community that we want? Is that what you want? You know, how many is too many? How many is too much? Uh, you know, I'd probably argue that one is too much. But, you know, are, are we going to be okay as long as it's less than 10? You know, how much retail theft is okay? You know, thieves don't, aren't even being sneaky anymore. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, being a thief, you know, you talk to someone who just wheeled a cartload of goods out of a store. They're busted, unquestionably. They're, you know, not going to get, they're not going to be able to go away with their stuff. It's not going to happen. And when you're talking to them, trying to find out their story, they think you're just delaying them until the police come. And I'm sorry, no slam on, on Bellingham Police Department. They're not coming. You know, and, and as citizens, I think we need to start understanding the level of service that we have had is not the level of service that you should expect going forward. Um, our local governments show what's important to them, whether it be at the city level or the county level, by the things they focus on, by the things they make resolutions for, by the things that they approve and the things that they disapprove. So what, what do we do? We need to hold them accountable for those things. You know, it blows my mind, honestly, that they have pushed the jail off another year. So from the time that the citizens approve funding for a new facility, it will be five to six years before we have additional jail beds on the ground. Are you okay with that? Can you imagine Whatcom County with the status quo for the next five or six years, what is this place going to look like? What is it going to be like? What's it going to be like? I don't want to think about what it's going to be like. I met with prosecutor, County Prosecutor Eric Ritchie earlier this year, and I asked him that question. Can you imagine if we continue on our current course, and I put it to him as a year, what it's going to be like? And he says, no, he says, I, I really don't even want to imagine what it's going to be like. Or I don't, want to, I don't want to picture that. I don't want to think about that. That's not the vision. That's not the goal that we want to have for our community. You know, um, unfortunately, we're having, we're having some issues with our technology this morning. Uh, I don't know, maybe the, the storm, something knocked out the phone system here at KGMI. So... We're not able to take your calls. It's super frustrating. I called in over the break and got a busy signal myself. So I can't even call in and talk to myself. 
but but the point is, is this what you want for our county? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I wish we had some council seats. I wish we had an executive seat. I wish we had some mayoral races and city council races up right now because we need leadership. We need leadership that doesn't kowtow to agendas. We need leadership that looks at the entire community and says we need to fix these things. Eliminating law enforcement isn't the solution to fix these things. Eliminating incarceration to levels way below, 250 beds below what the experts said we would need through 2026 is not okay. That's not acceptable. Are you okay with that as a taxpayer? Would you rather have people wheeling cartloads of goods out, stealing cars, prowling cars, committing crimes? Would you rather have that? Is that what you want? Is that your vision for a good society? We need to exercise our voices. You can't stay silent. You have to let your elected officials know. No. In no uncertain terms. Monday night, there's a meeting at the city um, related to their biennial budget. Did you know that Public Works is going to get 26 new employees? Do you know the police department is going to get like two, maybe four? Did you know that the fire service is going to get 18? This is the city of Bellingham, so I'm limiting some of this. But did you know that? Are you okay with that? You know, City of Bellingham doesn't even have traffic enforcement anymore. Do you know why? They don't have enough staff. They don't have the funds to attract qualified lateral transfers, so they're having to start new. They're having to lower requirements and attract recruits, send them to the academy, take them through their probationary period, train them up to be new officers. Great. I would argue that a program that doesn't have the funding to attract, um, to attract qualified lateral transfers. A lateral transfer is someone who's coming from another department who's already trained and experienced. I would say that that's not okay. You know, and public safety is affected by a lot of things. You know, we talk about affordable housing. We talk about housing security. We talk about all these things. And and one of the arguments that will be used against incarceration, one of the things that will be arguments that will be used is that, well, we need to have robust mental health programs. We need to have sheltering programs. We need to have programs that get people under a roof that do all these things. And while those things are True, we need jail and services, not services or jail. And the truth of the matter is, if the proponents of those services want to use those as a reason to reduce the size of a jail, then they better get off their butts and get those programs in place and show their efficacy in our community. 
Don't base your projections on some future program or some program that's not all that effective and say, well, we don't need that many beds. We can get by with 400 beds. We don't need 649 beds because we have amazing programs. Baloney. Affordable housing. Our government makes your housing unaffordable. Think about that for a minute. For homeowners, your assessed tax value just went up 25%. For those who own apartments, same story. Did you know that the initial cost impacts placed on new construction of single-family homes is 25%? Of multifamily, it's 33%. So a third of the cost of an apartment is government impact. Regulations, fees, delays, all of those things make up a third of the cost. And if it's a public project, it's 30% more expensive yet because of the Davis-Bacon Act and state and federal prevailing wage acts. I'm getting the take a break signal. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to Saturday Morning Live, 676 KGMI, 676-5464. When we come back, we're going to talk about housing security. We're going to talk about some things that make it harder and harder for people to make their meet their needs, meet their expenses. All right, the four-letter word for the day is vote. We'll be right back. Your home is your refuge, your safe haven. You want it to be comfortable and warm when it's cold outside. You probably haven't used your furnace for a few months, so now is the time to give Smith Mechanical a call and schedule an annual service on your furnace. There's enough worry and stress in the world. We don't need to be stuck with a cold house. Smith Mechanical has been helping their customers save time and money for over 25 years. Find them today at smithmechanical.com. Are you a business owner or manager who spends his day trying to maintain business, supervising employees, solving problems, and of course, meetings? The last thing you need is having your heating system go out. Give Smith Mechanical a call today to service your furnace before the weather turns cold. Their experts are prepared to work quickly and efficiently taking one burden off your hands. They've been helping business save time and money for over 25 years. Find them today at smithmechanical.com. Whatcom County has a bright future with Senator Simon Sepsik. You're here ultimately because of the future, because each one of us has this, this radical notion, this belief that we as citizens know how to run our lives and spend our money better than a group of politicians and bureaucrats in a far distant capital. It's this radical notion that we in this country have the ability to stay new and to stay fresh, protecting and defending freedom. As John Adams said, however, liberty once lost is forever lost. We've seen how true that is over the past two years as our rights seem to go farther and farther away and our freedoms are eroded from us. But the reason that you've worked so hard and sacrificed so much is because you believe in protecting this Whatcom County, Washington State and this country to give it and to give to your children a better life than the one that you inherited. Simon Sepsik. Together, we can build a better future. Visit simonforwa.com. Paid for by Simon for Senate Republican. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net. 
to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Saturday morning live. I'm Lyle Sorensen. We're kicking off your kicking off your month. You know, the four-letter word of the day is vote. Vote, 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 vote. I can't bleep that one. But you need to vote. You need to exercise your right. You need to exercise your responsibility. You need to exercise your privilege to vote. Somewhere in your home, or in your mailbox right now, there is a white, big white envelope with a red stripe on it. You need to open it. You need to fill out your ballot. You need to return it to a Dropbox. Please do yourself a favor. If you're not doing me a favor, do yourself a favor. You know, it's crazy what is going on. You know, we, we were just talking about housing, about government impacts, but it's worse than that, right? They just If you own a property, whether it's an investment property that you rent to someone else to provide housing or it's one that you own for your own use for housing, your taxes went up 25%. Your assessment went up 25%. You know, in addition to that, our government does things um, to push forward what they think is best at times. One of the latest things is electrification. Is electrification good for you? Is it good for housing affordability? I would say no. Um, you know, part of following science is the proper implementation of math. And it does no good to follow science if you don't do the math. And apparently we're failing at math. Um, as a direct result of the state mandate for electrification, and for Puget Sound Energy to lessen their carbon footprint, which because a high percentage of their power comes from hydroelectric, their footprint's pretty small anyway, um, they're going to be increasing, increasing rates 13%, basically. Um, Cascade Natural Gas is raising theirs nearly 23%. Comcast going up 11%. Um, Sanitary service is going up. They, they announced a disposal rate um, that's like going up like 500 bucks a month for a 60-gallon weekly disposal. You know, I mean, on and on it goes. The CARES Act, right? They're going to charge 58 cents on every 100 bucks, so three, $3,000 gross wage, you know. There's another 17 and a half bucks going out of your pocket, right? That's, that's a drive-through at McDonald's. Um, Everything is going up. Car insurance went up almost 15%. Business rates went up like 25%. You know, if you think that crime doesn't affect your pocketbook in Whatcom County, if you don't own a business and people aren't stealing millions of dollars out your door or thousands of dollars out your door, your insurance rates on your homeowner's insurance, on your vehicle insurance, those things are going to go up. 
Insurance companies use actuarial tables. Oh, we've got sirens going off in the building. I don't know. Um, they use actuarial tables to... Sorry, I'm just slightly distracted. My ADHD is kicking in with these sirens going off. Um, anyway, so they use actuary tables. And, and so they're, all it is, it's, like, it's just like gambling. It's like sports betting. They look at the crime statistics and they say, what are the odds that Joe's car is going to be stolen in Bellingham or in Whatcom County? Well, you know, let's, let's take a look at that. How many cars do you think were stolen in October? Anybody have a guess? 29. 29. Um, how many do you suppose were stolen for the entire year so far? The running total, are you ready? 446. So if you were to um, go down to Auto Road, down to Iowa Street, you could fill up one of those car lots with the cars, with the vehicles that have been stolen in Whatcom County this year. Really? You know, think about it. If, if you placed a nominal value of $10,000 per car, we're like at $4.7 million. $4.5 million. That's a lot of money. You know, so, you know, you can say, well, it's not that big of a deal. No, because it wasn't your car. You know, and that doesn't, that doesn't include all of the other peripheral impacts. Right? Dealing with insurance companies, time loss, transportation loss, value loss. It's crazy. It's nuts. Look, you know, when taxes go up that much, you know, we have, we have parents and grandparents, people who are older, who are on fixed incomes, who have a home that they've paid for. It's, it may be paid for or it may have a reverse mortgage. But homes that they've lived in, for 40 years, sometimes more, sometimes less. But when property taxes go up and you have a fixed income, how what happens if you can't afford those taxes? And people say, well, there's there's tax relief for for you know, there's a senior exemption for property tax. Yes, there is, but the there are limitations to the value of the property and to the income that you can have. And many of those people who are on fixed incomes, whether it be, you know, that's whether that's your pension or um, your retirement account or, or whatever that is, that, or Social Security, it's still a fixed income. They aren't going to be able to hold on to their homes. So where will they go? What will happen to them? Um, you know, I heard a story this last fall about a couple in the assess in the in the off in the assessor's office crying you know how long are you going to keep doing this to us and it was before the taxes went up think how it's going to be for them next year when their property valuation went up 25 percent you know this stuff doesn't this stuff just doesn't just happen you know when we have agendas when our leaders have agendas that cost a lot of money, that aren't practical, that don't work, this is what you get. When you don't vote, this is what you get. When you get a chance to vote, you need to vote. 
You need to look at we need to look at judgeships and prosecutors very closely. You need to get a hold of those persons and you need to look them in the eyeball and ask them some very difficult questions. One of the reforms that we need in our system is a way to easily see the disposition of criminal cases. You know, City of Bellingham has a pretty nice system. You can you can see the crime statistics and things. Um, it's it's pretty accessible. It's pretty easy, easily used. They have a, a pretty nice police blotter where you can see who's been arrested and what happened if they stayed or went or what happened. We need something similar to that. And I think the Herald back in the day when they had staffing used to do this, where they would show the sentencing. They would show... So-and-so was sentenced to however long and this and this and this for that. Because right now, though we elect judges as citizens, it's really hard to see how they've been ruling in cases. Is there, are they dismissing cases? Are they trying cases? Are there, sen- are there sentences within the guidelines? Or are they at the bottom? Are they at the top? Are they at the middle? How's this person on crime? You know, um, are they all about judicial discretion and restorative justice where we put our focus on making the criminal better? Never mind the victims, never mind accountability or restitution. Um, When I was speaking with the county attorney or prosecutor, I said, hey, what's what's the deal? Do you guys have a database where you are tracking sentencing and you are tracking recidivism, you know, where you're following through and you're seeing what happens to those persons who are coming through your system after they leave? The answer is no. We need real data. We need real accountability. You know, another thing is, is we've got, we've got diversion programs. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm all for diversion programs. I'm all for helping people. I'm, I'm for those things with accountability. If it works and if it's successful, then we should do that. But those outcomes, those evidence-based outcomes, need to be measured and monitored by third parties, not by the parties, not by the administrators running the programs or gaining the funding for them or advocating for those programs. Third-party oversight of real evidence-based outcomes. You know, one of of my concerns, the Whatcom Justice Project is, is in the process of conducting in-house a needs assessment um, for a jail and and for these things. Some of the numbers I've been hearing coming back out of that will not even give us the numbers that we were told we need in 2013 to get us through 2026. And imagine this, if if we started a jail next year, it'd probably be 2029 before it was online. As taxpayers, how are you gonna feel when we have booking restrictions and we're over capacity on day one in a new facility. It's nuts. The four letter word for the day is vote. Find that envelope with the red stripe and vote. Vote, vote, vote. You've been listening to Saturday Morning Live. I'm Lyle Sorensen. Six, it's been a great day. I almost gave you the phone number that doesn't work. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy your Saturday. We'll see you next month.